We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For two years, they played uh, a brand of football uh, in the elite of high school football. And last year, of course, they couldn't play for a state championship because of COVID this year they could and they did and they earned at Lakeville South that is won the 6A championship in a physical tough grinded out game against Maple Grove where um, I mean it it looked like Minnesota and Wisconsin it was the, it was this if if you like that kind of football you were in for a treat this weekend Ben Burke is the head coach at Lakeville South and he is the architect of it of course Ben congratulations and and, and explain that grinder that you went through in the prep bowl to get to it. Yeah, hi Mike. Thanks. It's uh, you know great, like you said, hard-nosed, tough football game. It's the kind of football game we like being in as a as a run-first downhill team. You know, a lot of credit to Maple Grove coach Lombardi did a great job scheming us up on uh, on his defense, and our you know credit to our coaches as well and our defensive staff. They did a phenomenal job um, containing a great back and a pretty good quarterback over there, and so just. A lot of defense, and it's not what people are used to around here with the way we've been able to score some points. Yeah. But, you know, it's the kind of game we prepare for, for sure. Pete? Hey, Ben, people are always looking ahead, right? And, and, and they want to know, okay, what about next year? What about next year? So I'll ask you, uh, what about next year? Are you losing a lot of your, your star players, or, or what's the status for you guys going forward? Yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to go back to work. You know, we're, we're taking some time this weekend to celebrate. Um, especially our senior class. There's, I think, 26 guys on that on, on that team that are uh, seniors, and just real proud of the effort that they've given all the way back since when they were little in third grade, fourth grade football. And um, there's definitely some impact players that are leaving. Obviously, Chase Androff, the big Nebraska commit at tight end, and Will Klebicek's our other tight end. He's going to go to the University of St. Thomas, and Camden Dean, the quarterback, that was kind of the you know focal point of our offense in the game the other night he's gonna uh, go play quarterback down in Mankato and and then we've got you know a handful of others Zach Juckel on the defense he's leaving and a lot of other really talented football players and guys that played significant roles um, whether it be leadership or you know Josh Jacobson was a a great two-year running back for us that kind of got overshadowed by Carson Hansen but you know the physicality that he brought and a handful of linemen on the on the defensive line are gone, so we've got holes just wow. like every high school has to deal with, and um, we're looking for that junior class to step up and be leaders. But one of the cool things about playing in the prep bowl is that you get to bring some sophomores along, and they get basically an extra month of practice, and so we kind of have a good idea of who they are, and they just have to spend a good off season in the weight room. Ben, you know when uh, when Lakeville split years ago into two schools and made that decision as a district. Uh, I thought it was a wonderful decision because it just the opportunities for kids. There was some thought that, okay, they might not be competing for state championships anymore because they're going to split the talent pool in two. Well, Lakeville North won state a couple of years ago, and now you won state. Mm-hmm. What, what, what goes on as an association you still work together to an extent? Tell me about that feeder system, that program, and how, how, how you're getting these kids uh, to what we saw on uh, on Friday night. 
Yeah, you know, you nailed it. There's a there's a lot that goes into making decisions about splitting school districts up into multiple schools, and that you know, having moved to Lakeville after that decision was made, um, I you know, it was something that I really thought was good for the community, and like you said, more kids get to play sports, not just football, and it doesn't always revolve around athletics, but it sure makes it good for those kids to be able to participate in a lot of different things, and so proud of our community for making that decision when they did. And then um, just in terms of everything else in the youth program, you know, middle school, you know, there were times were tough and middle school football kind of went away in, in this time in this town. And so we, we leaned a lot on our uh, basically dads to coach these kids when they were little and just a, a huge amount of credit to our youth association on the South side for being organized and developing coaches the way that they do and, and which which ends up, you know, in turn developing really good young athletes. And you know, we want them to be strong, and we want them to to understand football and practice hard. But most importantly, when they're that age, we want them to develop a love for the game. And we our number one measuring stick for that is do they play the next year? And you know, this year and last year, being able to graduate senior classes in the 20s has been really kind of a key because you have leadership. And um, so we've been able to try to keep those kids out for football. You know, we try to make it fun and try to make it enjoyable. And one thing that I'll credit our program and mostly our senior class and junior class is they go get involved in those kids' lives at a young age. And, you know, my, my son's a third grader, and he knows every kid um, on the varsity roster. And it's not just because he's my kid. It's because that they go down there and they watch games and they ref games and participate. So it's a really good community atmosphere in terms of football down here in Lakeville. And you know, we try to do it the right way. And, keep the focus on the kids and having fun and developing a brotherhood all the way down. So Ben, I got a kind of a two prong question for you. Cause you mentioned it. Uh, when you bring up those sophomores, like you said, and you get an extra month or so to be able to train as you're getting towards the, uh, the, the dome itself, what did you, were you able to see because losing 26 players uh, is just unbelievable. Uh, that's uh, that's incredible. And you, it sounded like a lot of those kids are going somewhere else to play football at a high level. So that's impressive as well. But do you do you see those holes being able to be filled fairly easily? Uh, maybe that's not even the right way to say it. Uh, do do you see those holes uh, that that you could find guys now that you see that potentially are those guys who will be the starters? And and my other side of that question would be, how about this kid? Why is he going to Nebraska? <laughs> right, Maxie? What what's going on? <laughs> we, we we just actually the last section we told them why they're going to Nebraska because we told them about that fan base and everything else. That's right. So ben, That's go right. ahead. Yeah. Well, number one, you know, I think it takes a long time to kind of let kids mature, and there's every every class has a lot of really good, talented players. I think in our program, and so it's about finding who fits the best in which position. And there's kids that. You know, they put, we try to get them into a position where we think they're going to be, but, you know, they're teenage boys. You don't know when they're going to grow, uh, what their bodies are going to look like as, as juniors and seniors sometimes isn't the same, and guys that you think will be really good we are, and then sometimes you wonder. And So there's a lot of development that happens, especially from sophomore year to junior year. Um, so, but we got, you know, there's talented kids at every level, um, and so, you know, we try to, we you know, our, our program mantra has kind of tried to be um, – keeping kids at the level that they're at. Um, and if they if they want to be a starter, like Zach Juckel was a linebacker that started for us as a sophomore. Chase Andros started as a sophomore um, for a lot of the year when they were little. And they have to be better than the guys in front of them. Um, and so those two for sure were. 
and but there's there's kids kind of all throughout our program and you know one thing that we don't have is is the amount of numbers like you said because we're a split community and we only have so many kids out for football Um, but one of the things that i really love about the way we organize things and our coaches is we we share a lot of kids both kids play offense and defense and so it's really about finding okay if this guy's a better linebacker we can plug him in at guard and um, the other kid in at guard and they kind of move around and kids play both ways and it's not super difficult for them to do that because they practice that every day and so it ends up helping us and I think in the long run especially in the playoff run like we had and then to answer your other question you have to go where you're offered you know and you, yep. <laughs> Chase made a decision to go to Nebraska because they you know they they loved him up and, and made him a priority and so you know my I try not to get involved in, in what where their decisions are because they have families and they have things and goals in their life and I just try to help them weigh the balance of everywhere they want to go and try to make good choices and at the end of the day they're going to pick where they think they fit the best and that's what 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 Chase did. Ben Burke we heard this time and time again but the appreciation that everybody that competed this year in front of fans and to have that uh, dangling out there that being the U.S. Bank Stadium in in a championship format at the end of the year did you feel that all year as a coach? Did players feel it because of what you went through? You know, last year everybody was appreciative just that there was a season and because it looked mm-hmm. like there was not going to be one. And and this year uh, it seemed like they were appreciative because there were fans and there was a championship and, and brackets to play for. Did it feel like that all year? And is that the best takeaway from COVID is, is that we got back to appreciating our opportunities? Yeah, I think that's one way to look at it for sure. I think the thing that, what I like to talk about with all that is there's football and life, you know, there's always, always kind of hard moments that you got to go through. And I think the resolve that our team has been able to show over the course of the last, I don't know how many games, three years or whatever. And there's always something that's going to kind of perk up and, you know, for, for a while it was COVID for a while it was not sure if you're going to have a season. And then, then you have to play games and you, you know, they get their opportunity and they're, I think last year's group was extremely thankful for this one. Um, for the year that they had last year. And then this year it was really about kind of finishing. And, and it wasn't so much that we didn't get the chance last year. It was that this group just felt like it was their mission since they were little. And you hear them talk about that a lot, how they really just enjoyed competing and playing. And that, that group of seniors, I think, was just real special in that way where they were really a close group pretty much their entire high school career and even going back. And so – to, to have the opportunity to play in U.S. Bank Stadiums really, really special um, and just real thankful for them working so hard as they did. Like, you know, Coach Thompson tells me all the time, when you have really good players, you look like a really smart coach, and that was what we had this year for sure. <laughs> yeah, and he had his grandson amongst them, and he was able to enjoy another state championship. That was pretty cool as well. Hey, Ben, thank you so much, and congratulations Thanks, on a great run uh, out there and, and obviously culminating with the state championship uh, this past week, but it was really fun to watch this team play football this year. Thanks, Ben. Thanks a lot, guys. You bet. Ben Burke, head coach at Lakeville South, and you know, Pete, as I watched these uh, the, the the prep bowl and uh, over you know a couple of days, uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know, and this is a really good question, and I, I see so many good football players, and I go, mm-hmm. is that a Big Ten football player? Is that an NSIC <laughs> football player? Is that a what? Yeah. I, I don't even know how to distinguish. Sometimes, mm-hmm. do you have to put a clock on these? Because there's so many high-end performers. Do you have to put a clock on them at camp and find out how fast they run the 40? How, how do you, uh, if you're watching, how, how does Pete Nigerian say, that guy's Big Ten ready versus, boy, he's a dominant player. 
but he's not Big Ten. Yeah, some of these guys, uh, such great. it's a great question, number one, but it, it comes down to how physical they are. Are they really committed? Do they have the kind of speed like you say? But I want to see football speed. I, I don't care about 40 times. Everybody loves to get into that whole that whole mess. I think the reality is how do you play when you're on the football field? That's where Gibbons, our linebacker with the Gophers, stands out for me. I, I, I already know. PJ said he doesn't have a great 40 time. I said it doesn't matter, Coach. That kid can play football. He runs and he knows how to hit the ball. That's what these coaches have to analyze, and that's what makes it so difficult. But there is a lot of talent. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, oh, for sure, and fun. When we come back, the, the Vikings play the San Francisco 49ers, as you know, Dan, a huge game for the Minnesota Vikings. There's a local that made his way to San Francisco, and he's now one of the most powerful people in their front office. We'll hook up with him when we come back. This is The Huddle on News Talk 830 WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.